Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's overtime on Sports Radio 106.7 The Fan. Listening to Bit Night, Thom and Shorts with you. We're all jazzed up. Yep, it's a Friday night. All apprehensions. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Is that not a word? (laughs) We learned during the break that Tom said a word early in the show that may not actually exist, or it may. We're really not sure. If it's not a word, I'll wear it. No problem. (laughs) This is the thing. I've been doing Crash Into Net for six seasons on 106.7 The Fan. Yeah. I've been doing the show with professional sports writers. I've been doing it with people much smarter than me. (laughs) I've said that word almost every week. No one has ever corrected me. What is the word, Tom? (laughs) Apprehensious. Is that not a word? I think you're combining two words, and I think it's apprehensive and cautious. And your brain is just doing like a Jedi mind trick thing on you. And it's just slamming them both together. And so to you, you said it so long that it sounds right. If you (laughs) say a wrong word for six years and no one corrects you on it, why would you think that it was not a word? Can I tell you, there's another word that you do say wrong. But I don't know if we want to go down that road no, we because we got a guest. We have Ryan Spader on. We'll Why don't save you it for drop later. that on me later? Yeah, we'll save um, it for later. Let's go to the Ace of Spader. Ryan, what's going on? Uh, happy buzzer gate. Uh, hope everything's going well. Um, you want to break this down from the top? Just let us know what's going on, what you know. Yeah, well, i got to tell you, first of all, I was a little apprehensive about coming on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, this whole thing's a mess, though. I'll tell you right now. Well, it's so Um, crazy, Ryan, because I've never seen people. This is more of like an NBA Twitter type of thing or an NFL Twitter type of thing. But on Twitter, everybody has just been a buzz for the past 24 hours, really all week since the report on the Astros cheating scandal came out. And Commissioner Rob Manfred confirmed that they did, in fact, cheat during the 2017 season. But he specifically says in it that it didn't go beyond the 2017 season, unless you, you want to correct me if I'm wrong on that. But now everybody is 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 doing Zapruder film diagnosed uh, diagnostics on on the Astros in the 2019 ALCS where they beat the Yankees. And saying that, uh, you know, Jose Altuve was wearing a buzzer on his shoulder underneath his jersey. And that's the reason why he was covering up his jersey and went into the locker room after the game-winning hit and and, uh, changed his shirt so that nobody could see him take the buzzer off. And the buzzer is supposedly uh, uh, helping him know when a a fastball is coming. It's just so wild to see people get caught up in this. 
Well, it, it's really funny because the whole buzzer thing comes from this burner account, right? That's apparently they're like, I'm Carlos Beltran's niece or something. Yeah. And Beltran wasn't even involved with the team um, in uh, 2019. You know, so what What the hell would she know? That's and a good point. True. I didn't even think about and that. And then the same account said that Gliber Torres of the Yankees was doing the same stuff. And, you know, it, it, I, I, it's really unsubstantiated, and it's not something that I've even really heard much about. I've heard a lot about this um, sign-stealing stuff. Uh, dating back to the mid 2000s with a certain team and um, uh, an individual who hasn't even been yet named, who I, I think will eventually be named. Interesting. And um, just teams who have, in recent seasons, developed this whole, you know, we're going to have the analytics department right by the dugout, and they got these 20 monitors. And what is one of those monitors doing? One of the uh, a player told me, but you really cracked me up. He was like, well, where's one of those cameras staring? Right at the catcher's crotch. And used more colorful language. I don't, sure. I'm not sure what we're allowed to say. I'm not, not allowed to say. Right. But um, you've got all this all this stuff that's been coming out. And um, it just bothers me that it seems like the Astros, to me, are the scapegoats of this thing. Yes. The Red Sox got involved, of course, because of Alex Cora. <laughs> and then um, the Mets end up getting sucked into it because of Carlos Beltran. But there are certain teams that Major League Baseball seems to want to keep as um, untouchable. And those are you know teams that are viewed globally as um, teams that are going to spread the sport, whatever, okay. what have you. Do you Ryan, and, do you think a, a part of the reason why they're okay with putting all of this on the Astros is because they happen to be so brazen in their denial of it? Um. I, I really think that the whole what was his name Tabom I forget that really helped it out. Yeah, that assistant that, GM that, that got dude, fired. Yeah, that dude really dropped the ball and he really screwed this team. And it just is like, well, you know, they're already taking a fall for this, so might as well throw this on them and that on them. And as far as I've heard, there's been at least eight or nine total teams who have done just uh, just as much as the Astros have done. Wow. Um, just as much and, as what was in the report? Meaning yes. video sign stealing and... I'm not talking trash cans. That that seems pretty unique. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, um, but as far as the uh, sign stealing stuff goes, yes. Uh, so you're saying up nine, to eight or nine other teams, or including the Astros, or eight or nine total? Total. Wow. That's pretty big. But, it's, it is, and that's just what I heard. And I'm, I mean, <laughs> got to knock my own ego down a bit, but I'm a nobody in baseball, man. And, and, well, and that's just what I heard. I can only imagine. That's not true. Like like, First of all, you know that's not true, but you're, I think you're being humble. But this is from people that you've just kind of spoken to from knowing people around the league. Well, uh, yeah, I, I spoke to a lot of the writers. I, I, I talked to, you know, I talked to Passon and Drillich a little bit, and they don't give me anything, of course. You know, they're they're tight lipped with their sources because they're consummate professionals. But then I've talked to a number of ball players who have seen things and heard things. Uh, a lot of guys are taking issues with uh, fears or fires, however you want to pronounce his name, because he was a part of that. And then something that he, I guess, did wasn't necessarily pointed out, um, and. The fact of the matter is the the only time he opened his mouth was, well, he had three starts in Houston. His ERA was over 14, and yeah. it ballooned his season numbers and his contracts up the end of the season. So to me, it seems like he had a lot of um, uh, self-interest in coming out with this information. Um, he kind of 
protect himself maybe. It sort of read Jose Canseco-esque to me. Um, I kind of got into it with our with our boy John Heyman, who I know comes on the station every once in a while. He's sure. a great dude. But um, Heyman kind of lauded him as, as a hero in all this, and I, I just kind of disagree with that take. I, I think that he acted in self-interest and was trying to um, uh, protect his future in the game. And uh, when he was doing it, he wasn't speaking up. Well, he certainly has something to gain from it, and in, in certainly in just the name of being, or the narrative, rather, of being viewed as this hero, and maybe that, I, I don't know, increases his chances of signing with another team this offseason. I, I really don't know. I, I can't imagine. No. Yeah, I can't imagine that would, you know, get past the analytics department in any sort of way, but... I don't know. Maybe it leads to media opportunities if his career's done. I, I don't. I don't know. But yeah, I, I could definitely see your point. How he's kind of gaining from the situation where he's on the team that got busted for cheating, and then he's also whistleblowing. You know, he's he's going. He's being the guy that's blowing the whistle on the whole thing while he sat there and benefited with all those other guys. Right. And uh, I'll tell you a couple of things that I've heard that haven't really come to light. Of course, I'm not going to name the teams or individuals, but one of the weirdest ones I've heard was an individual who had a, a guy in center field who had these like high tech binoculars staring into a um, a catcher's, uh, I guess his crotch, you know, trying to read the signs, and he's just holding up a towel and would drop it if the pitch is off speed and then keep it off if it's not. So the, like the hitter high, sees him in the color. outfield, you're saying? Right, right. It's absolutely ridiculous. It sounds absurd. But I have heard this from so many different people that it has to be true at this point. And um, it, 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 some of this stuff is just ridiculous. You've you got one team who apparently has cameras uh, along the uh, left field and right field foul poles and then one in dead center that's trying to catch a glimpse inside the pitcher's glove so they can see even – before the like the pitch is thrown, how his fingers are lined up on the pitch. I mean, this stuff sounds insane, right? But I've heard this stuff from so many people that I I refuse to believe that it's anything but true at this point. And um, you know, when you think about it and compare it to the fact that you had a team banging on trash cans, it doesn't sound that crazy, does it? No, it doesn't. We're joined by Ryan Spader. You can follow him on Twitter, the Ace of Spader. S P A E-D-E-R on Twitter. Also a baseball statistician and author. You can get his book, Incredible Baseball Stats, The Coolest, Strangest Stats and Facts in Baseball History. Get that wherever books are sold. Ryan, one last question for me. How much more are we going to see in this rush? When, when there's stories that come out, it seems that there's a first wave of just news coming out from everywhere. We've seen it with Cora. We've seen it with Beltron. We've seen it with the Astros organization. Are we going to see more people come out or more organizations come out in this rush? Or do you think everything's going to settle down and then maybe we'll hear some more stories further down the road? No, so really what I think is going to happen with all this is um, it's going to I think Major League Baseball is going to kind of try to distance itself from this, and you might see a manager or two or a coach or two uh, just resign to try to save face. And we kind of saw that with Beltron. Initially, it sounded like he uh, uh, resigned, but then, you know, it was usually party ways, and then it was yeah. the Matt asking him to leave. Um, I mean, he I was think fine. We're going to see, right. We're going to see more and more of that. Um, I don't think this is over with. I think a lot more is going to come with, uh, from all this. And from what I've heard, this advanced 
sign stealing dates back to the mid 2000s. So I don't know how into that they're going to get and how deep they're going to dig. I mean, uh, Blackjack McDowell came out about the White Sox stealing signs using a Gatorade sign in a, what was it, right center field to indicate what pitch is coming back in the mid-90s, which is ridiculous. Yeah, I saw you tweeting and, uh, about that this morning. That that was definitely interesting. And he also implicated Tony LaRusso in that, right? Oh, Tony, and he seemed pretty fired up because LaRusso is still earning a half a million a year um, working on that uh, old man committee or whatever they call it nowadays. But this is far from over. Uh, and, and, of course, you heard the whole, you know, the trout rumors about the eight students and all that stuff. And, I, you know, I've heard stuff like that for a while. The fact of the matter is, Major League Baseball, to my knowledge, does not test for HGH because they cannot test for HGH. You can't test for HGH with urine um, because it just doesn't come out that way. And uh, it's not in your system long enough. It's not testable. I'm not sure whether or not these, you know, TUEs, which I know exist in baseball, and um, for ADHD medication, for example, it exists mm-hmm. tenfold versus the uh, general population. But um, do they exist for HCH? Yes or no? I mean, it's kind of a gray area because if you can't test for it, well, then why does a TUE have to exist, right? And I'm not saying Trump did this or anybody did that, but the fact of the matter is, I know dudes who have taken HGH in baseball and never had any problems. Um, they didn't necessarily need that, you know, that TUE that you need for Adderall because you're going to pop on a, a, a P test, you know? Right. Because that's not something you fail a P test for. Well, Ryan, let me ask you this, kind of circling back to the Astro scandal itself. Uh, a lot of people are kind of saying that this is worse than the steroid era and the steroid scandal. And that seems extremely victim of the moment to me. That That's off base, right? I, I've got to say, that is a very rare, um, just a, a very rare blue shorts brilliant point. <laughs> because, <laughs> because we got, um, we, if, if Twitter existed in 1998 and 2001 and 2004, it would be the exact same thing. The only reason this stuff is coming to light is because of social media. Yes. You know, if we were doing this 20 years ago, it it would have stopped long before it even got to this point. You know, John Boy, who's come out, and it seems like, you know, he only wants to tweet against the Yankees being cheated on, him and uh, Chaz Palmentary, right? Yeah. They, you know, they're kind of like scorned lovers here, but some reports have indicated that their team was involved. Um, it, the guy wouldn't even exist. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't exist for the matter. So I think a lot of it has to do with social media. You have not just your Jeff Passons and your Evan Grilliches and your Ken Rosenthal's doing the investigative reporting, but you got Joe Smo on Twitter. You got this random person who's like, I'm Beltron's niece and posting somewhat substantiated claims. I'm not saying I'm not giving any credit to the buzzer thing, but some of the stuff that has come from that account has actually come to fruition. So some people are giving it, um, uh, giving credit to. Well, and and that could just be guessing, right? I mean, that's the world that we live in in social media, where if a random person says what a lot of people want to hear and want to believe, and they happen to guess right, it gives them a false sense of validation. Oh, I I mean, I live on that, right? (laughs) Yeah. But, um, no, you're, you're exactly right. Um, I think, although I think the one thing that everybody's lending credit to is um, apparently that account was the first one to say that Beltron is going to get hired as manager. And it was like, 
maybe a, a couple of days before um, it actually happened. It was reported by uh, whomever was the first. You know, it's always one of the big, I don't know, 10 or 12. And uh, I, I, I just think this stuff's far from over. Yeah. I do think that there are certain teams that Major League Baseball wants to protect because they essentially represent the, the sport. Yeah. You, you know, you're not going to, you wouldn't take down Derek Jeter. I mean, they're, they're just to use Jeter as an example, there's a reason he won five gold gloves, but he sucked at defense. Right, right exactly. You know, he Horrible defender. Right? He represented the sport. And um, he was he was the face of the sport for the longest time. Well, you have certain teams who are the face of the sport that I don't think Major League Baseball is going to want to implicate unless they absolutely have to. Right. I, I, got, I got one final question I want to squeeze in for you. Um, tell me how, tell me what I want to hear. And, and a reason why I should believe that the buzzer thing is real because I so desperately want to believe it just for the entertainment value. Oh, man, I got, I wish I had something for you. I got nothing there. I I, I really feel badly is it, putting is, you on the spot. Is <laughs> but it, what about all the pictures? What, what? Yes. Is it possible? Is it theoretically possible that... Could it Jose just Altuve. be his jersey, or yes. could it be a buzzer? Is it possible that he could have been wearing a buzzer, and from the dugout, they're signaling to him which pitch is coming? I just want to so believe it's be, possible. So the thing is, they wouldn't be signaling from the dugout. And I, I've looked into this a little bit, and in terms of a, like an actual Bluetooth thing uh, to go from the, uh, the video room, under, even if it's underneath the dugout, it, it, it really wouldn't have the range to, to necessarily do that. It's and like I 25 feet. Have... I, I can walk from one end of my apartment to the other, <laughs> and it's the same distance. Um, it, the What I heard was for this, in, in order for this to be possible, it would have to be something like almost like a garage door opener, right? It would okay. have to be low-tech, not high-tech. Sure. And I guess in theory that, that that's a possibility. But, All right. Um, to, just to me... Uh, you know, you saw. I'm sure you saw that Altuve video, right? And he's running. Oh, of course, I watched it 50 times. Yeah, and I, everybody's saying he's like, "No, I got a piece. I got a piece." Well, he doesn't really speak English that good. He, and so, in reality, he was probably saying, "No la camisa," right? Which is, "Don't touch my shirt." Don't yeah. touch my shirt. All right, right, right we got to get out of here. But thanks so much, buddy. Uh, we're we're up against it, but I really appreciate all the insight. People can follow Ryan Spader on Twitter at the Ace of Spader. Uh, and thanks so much. If people check out the podcast, uh, we'll post that up later too. Thanks, Ryan. Uh, I appreciate you guys having me, and I gained uh, seven hundred followers since we've been on the phone. So. <laughs> I'm sure, <laughs> of course, you have. That's Ryan Spader. Uh, next time he's on, I'd love to ask him about the tweet interaction between him and Awad from earlier in the week. We didn't have time for that. He actually had a lot of information, and what I gathered from it was pretty much that Jose Altuve was telling the truth when he said that his wife didn't want him to take the jersey off (laughs) on the field. Because if if he can't prove what you want to hear, which was he's wearing a buzzer, the only other reasonable... thing would be his wife actually didn't want him his wife didn't want him taking the jersey off on the field this is bit night we're going to reset come back top of the hour if you want to chime in on buzzergate and talk about what this means for baseball and just give your opinions on that we'll take your calls at the top of the hour this is bit night now with the mlb app you can get baseball your way Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. 
baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade used with permission.